listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Well, as amigos, it is June 22nd, Wednesday. A midway point of your work week. The day before the NBA draft. We'll have some chatter about that coming up here as well. Ralph Marlboro. In this hour, he's switching with Scott Prather, who normally joins us from ESPN Lafayette on Wednesday. For Sports Talk 97.7 up in Fun Row, Sean Fox will join us in his usual third-hour slot at 2.15. Coach G, it's Wednesday. We'll talk a little football, some interesting storylines going on in the world of that. We'll give you a College World Series update. What's happening on Capitol Hill that I think... Is of known, and it's kind of making me think some some things. I, I'm interested to know if you sort of feel the same way or not. I don't know. I'll ask you. And there was a photo that was posted from last night from a certain pelican that, yep, not going to lie, got me even more excited about the upcoming pelican season. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump day. There he is, Shock Gene Digital Underground, Fox NFL analyst, Sean Payton. I got it right this time, Jordan. Got it right this time. Fox NFL analyst, Sean Payton. Uh, Caleb the Camel. And we welcome you to the Midway Point of View Work Week. Two ways to get involved in the show. 800-998-1003 at ESPN Radio Nola on Twitter. There are your words of wisdom at J.D. Kleebear's, the way to follow the graduates. Jordan Kleebear, if you want to give me a follow, at GCAT underscore one seven. But more importantly, follow ESPN New Orleans on Twitter at ESPN Radio NOLA. Tomorrow, crew of Katie's Thursday. We'll be over at Katie's in Mid-City. Will Guillory of the Athletic, Jordan, will be with us in hour number one to help you get ready. For the NBA draft, Pelicans have the eighth pick. Pelicans releasing some, you know, some details on that here as well. So we'll be giving you that over the next day and a half. But you can expect, you know, you might have something to do. Just 7.51, approximately 7.51, barring different teams trading and things of that nature. But within the first hour of the draft, it starts at 7, Jordan. And between then... And 8 o'clock, more than likely, you'll find out one way, shape, or form uh, what the Pelicans plan on doing with that eighth pick. Now, remember, if there's trades and stuff, the team, you'll still see the team make the trade, and then it'll become official when the league year starts the next week. They do it very weird, right? Like in the NFL, teams trade, it's traded, and you'll see the new logo of the new team. In the NBA, with the NBA draft, that team still will make the trade, Still will make the pick, rather, even though there's a trade. You'll see that team make the pick. Remember last year, it happened with the Pels. Remember they traded down to 17, but the Pels made the pick. Like, yes, it's this guy. No, it's not. It's going It's going to Utah. It's going to other things. So just kind of get ready for that here as well. Got some interesting questions of the day. 
and it has something to do with what I'm going to really focus on next segment, Jordan, before we get to Ralph, because I'm going to post something you don't even know that I'm coming with that I'm going to ask you, and I want that live reaction on this, okay? But we got some questions of the day. I believe we have two of them, right? Right? One based on a photo, one based on what's going on on Capitol Hill. Jordan, first yes. off, good afternoon. How are you? I'm doing well. Had another good workout this morning. What about you, Gus? Nice. That's good. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it was one of those. Uh, I did not forget my keys this time, so I was there six o five ish. What have you? And uh, it quickly, when I looked at my watch, got to seven fifteen. So I guess, in other words, I spent a lot, a lot of the time probably on Twitter or something. <laughs> when I look at the clock, and I'm like, "Whoa, I'm nowhere near done. I got to get going." It's just one of those days of slow up. It's the midway point of the week, you know. I'm kind of ready. I'm already looking for Friday. It's the heat too, man. I don't know about you. Um, how are you dealing with, with this heat day? The, the next three days are going to be as hot as it has been here. Heat indices triple digits. Plus, right, like 110, 112, the high, uh, or I think the next couple of days, 97, 98, 100 by Saturday. So it's uh, it's a coming. If it didn't, and I cut the grass yesterday, I started at 630, and it was still just, you know, after about five minutes in, you're just, you're drenched. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of learn to live with it. How are you dealing with the heat? Um, mainly staying inside. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not out there cutting the grass or anything for pop, nah. so that was not your your Father's Day gift. <laughs> nope. <laughs> well, don't change. We got him a nice ice chest for our Father's Day. There you go. There you go. I'm actually thinking about that. I'm gonna try to make my way out to the beach. You know me. I'm a beachy guy. I got I gotta hit the beach once a year. If not, my brain scrambles. And uh, I'm kind of thinking about maybe, you know, something something new. It's the old one's kind of wearing out a little bit. You know, the zipper part is kind of – you're kind of tugging at it, and you shouldn't have to tug. You know what I'm saying? All of those stuff. I just – you got, like, the top brands. There's, like, two three top brands that promise, like, you basically can go to the Sahara Desert and, you know, the ice won't melt. Problem is it'll cost you basically the price of going to the Sahara Desert you yeah. know, to buy one of those those ice chests. You know what I'm saying? So I don't have a couple of hundred bucks. Anyway, uh, Jordan, the questions of the day. Let's start with the one that has to do with the photo. Because I got to tell you, it's getting a lot of, a lot, lot of viral play. Yeah, well, someone posted on Twitter last night, y'all guess who my kids hooped with last night. And so... It was Zion Williamson in the photo. I don't know. Was is that in New Orleans? Is that somewhere in New so Orleans? So looking at the at looking at the comments, it's been deduced that there's some people that asked where was that, and I probably could have said, judging by how they're glistening with sweat, <laughs> that it's probably here. But it appears it's a playground by Delgado. Is okay. what I saw. Actually, in one yeah, of the that would comments. make sense. So. I don't know how it came to be. I don't know if my man's just driving because he's in sweatpants and the tank top. Um, th- th- does it, does he know somebody that lives there or whatever? Because I think he lives uptown, from my understanding, right? So, you know, whatever it is, however it came to be, went out there, shot some ball, whatever, took a picture with everybody. And the reason it's going a little bit of viral and getting the attention, Jordan, is because you can kind of see the shape he's getting in, which, again, I touched on yesterday. Um, Nike and Jordan Brand released the video of him working out on campus, and that's where he was when they sent him to Never Neverland. Remember when he 
He disappeared to go get healthy and work out. He was quote and you would hear on campus. He, Nike has gyms, workouts, things of that nature, places where they take the photos, athletes test the products, all that stuff. That's where he was. That's why I said when I looked at that video, he didn't look like Zion from last week, which is why I thought that footage was old. You look at the vid, you look at the video and you look at that photo yesterday. Um, it, it's a little bit different, doesn't he? He looks trimmer. He looks more, more fit. So I, I think the Jordan brand video you're, you're seeing him promoting is Zion 2 shoe. I think that's old footage. That's just me. I don't know if it is or not. But the reason everyone's talking about the photo is because you can see, um, he's getting in shape. And obviously we've texted a couple of people about that when we saw that last night in Jordan and this morning. And, and look, you still got, let me count here. I, ready? Here's my hand. Uh, let's start June 22nd. Fine. So July 22nd, some month. August 22nd, another month. September 22nd, another month. And then obviously we know preseason because the Pels announced that yesterday they'll be playing in Birmingham in a preseason game. And we'll give you that date, but we know the summer league, but now a preseason game we know for a fact is going to be in Birmingham. So let's call it early October. Preseason starts and the regular season is so. He's got three to four months still to get into shape and conditioning. And I was talking to Stedman over at the gym this morning. We always talk hoop. I get like five steps in and we start talking sports. And he mentioned the photo and how he looked. And he's like, man, he he looks really healthy. And I'm like, you know, we talked about it on the show yesterday. He legitimately is about to enter the season in the best shape he has been in the NBA. Jordan, would you agree with me on that? I agree. I mean, one of his arms is as big as the kid, as one of the kids. Well, and again, you go back to what yesterday was a year was was three years to the day that Zion was selected, right? First overall to the Pelicans three years ago yesterday to the day we played the audio of him crying and all of that. If you remember, even at that time, Zion was said to, you know, he looked a little, little healthy. Er, than normal, and it was because, you know, he's making the rounds, the tours, the talk shows, and all that. He didn't work out the combine. We've learned since then, you know, Perkins on that week after C.J. McCollum kind of took Zion to task. You know, Kendrick Perkins came out, what, that Monday or Tuesday? Oh, my, my man was eating pizzas at, at the draft combine, you know, so I'm just going to tell the story now and all that stuff. Regardless, he wasn't in Duke shape when he got here, right? Even still, we always reference that photo. Scott Prather still has it on his Twitter banner uh, of when Drew Brees and Zion met at Saints OTA. Remember? At Saints OTA and he was there, and I'm like, wow, I just want that Zion. And remember, that Zion was heavier than Duke Zion. And I will take that Zion any day of the week. We hadn't seen that Zion in a while. Let's be honest. Injuries, COVID, the bubble. He hasn't legitimately had an offseason, which is why last year we talked about it, Jordan, when he was injured and it was this and it was that. I'm like, just shut it down. Say you're shutting it down. Take the entire year off to get healthy. If you lose five pounds a month, which a pro athlete can absolutely do, hire a chef. You ain't even got to cook, right? Like, you will get in the best shape of your life in 12 months. If Hugh Jackman, and we talked about this, if these actors can in, you know, two, three months time, two, three weeks time, 
Well, I, I know what you're doing. I, okay. The healthy way, Jordan. The, the, the healthy way. Stop poking yourself there. The, the healthy way, you can transform your body with diet, with exercise, with all of that. And that's what we're seeing. And I think when you go, and again, this is barring anybody. I mean, this is barring anybody. B.I., C.J., who apparently didn't miss a shot yesterday in the video that we saw up in New York. Huh, Jordan? Oh, yeah. He That's was... actually where LeBron was playing earlier this week. Uh-huh. He was practicing his shots up. Okay. Well, my point is this legitimately is the longest span of time that he's actually been able to shoot, lift, get in shape, whatever, right? So that's why you see most of those comments is the league is on notice, <laughs> and you better watch out because it's it's a coming. And, and again, that photo is pretty cool to see it, don't you think? It makes me feel Absolutely. Good. And we still haven't even got to the question yet. Uh, which NBA player, past or present, yes. would you love to play hoops with at your park slash driveway? When we talked about this initially, the first name that popped in my head was Kobe. Really? Yeah. And I think. I was Amir Ashik. Are you being serious? You, you, you want to play Amir Ashik? I can, I can literally win. every, oh, because you can win. <laughs> Is that what you, you know he's like seven feet tall though, right? I mean, I don't think you're going to shoot the ball over his head. What do you think you're going to drive past run. him? Okay. He couldn't run to save his life. So of every single NBA player, AI, I mean, you know, KD, Charles, you brought up Omir Ashik. I think for the rest of the day, you're Jordan the intern. No, I think I think that's a great thing because I can say that I beat an NBA athlete. You know what? We're going to leave it up to the callers. Should you go with graduate or intern tomorrow based on punishment? I think you deserve. Of all the NBA players to have ever played in their life, the one person – I haven't tweeted it out. You Omir Because you want a guaranteed – even though I'm telling you you wouldn't beat them. First off, any NBA player don't think you're beating in a game of 21. If I can drive past, no, 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 no. Listen to me. 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 And I know this is coming from a man that has made the statement on air live, ladies and gentlemen, that he could he could take Steph Curry, that he could he could he could he could take Steph Curry. Um, that's you're you're never beating an NBA player. I don't know. I mean, I think if you could get past Omir Ashik or just get the shots up, all you need is a few threes to go down. And you win. That's it, huh? I mean, yeah, he's gonna. It's, if it's make it, take it, he's gonna destroy me in the paint, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I, I, again, yeah, you, you haven't brought up how you're 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 planning on. It's not gonna be make it, take it though. You're not doing make him take him. No. Okay. Uh, the reason, I guess, I, like I said, when we were talking about this, the first name that popped in my head was Kobe. Obviously, I guess MJ and all that would be fine. But to your point, um. I would just, I'd be like, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, obviously I think Jordan would be one, but I, I guess I don't, I, the reason Kobe just popped in my head is I remember when he came back from the Achilles and the Lakers were playing bad. And I only think he was playing just yet. Or he was just making his way back. And, and they had it like, you remember the practice video, the famous practice video? Well, he went on an expletive laden rant 
I mean calling out every player that you could possibly think of, calling them garbage. I mean, just I just think he would be fun as you know what in a pickup game or something like that. And I've seen, you know, things where whether he or Katie, like they go to what Rucker Park, I think in New York or something like that, and you just see him play. Like that would just be fun. Like, cause like that dude to me was the closest to Jordan. Right? I mean, the, the intensity, the way he talked, the offense, the defense. I mean, one of the famous memes on Twitter is, you know, him shaking his head and going, you soft. I mean, I'm just saying like, like, I think he would absolutely own my manhood and just, and I would enjoy still being beaten 21 to nothing. You would enjoy <laughs> someone taking I, your manhood? No, I, I'm just saying because it's, I, I just think he would make it so entertaining to be absolutely obliterated. You know, like Jordan, like, cause I go back to the Dino story, you know, where he laced him up and he just wanted to own souls for the sake of owning souls. He shows up to a draft or he didn't even a draft workout. It was a free agent workout. Dino's just trying to make the team amongst other players and he laces it up and he just wants to embarrass you. I'm not saying Kobe didn't want to do that, but I think Kobe would, you know, he'd enjoy the fact, okay, you called me, all right? You called me. Just let you know you called me. Here you go. Da-da, dunk on you. Know, just, I, mean, I just think it'd be fun. That's the first thing that popped in my head. Love to hear from you here as well. When we come back, Jordan will uh, introduce the second question of the day because I think it's a bigger story than I see the networks covering. And I get it because they run NFL games. I don't know. I got a bold statement next on ESPN New Orleans. LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deal. Plus, we're ready to deal on every vehicle in stock or online too at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Remember, we have the all-new Toyota Tundra. Totally redesigned and ready for your summer plans. The kids are out of school and you've got vacation plans. It's the perfect time for something new. And we want your trade. And we're paying top dollar. Greg's got the deal. South Hollywood Road in Homa. Greg, 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 Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa has got your summer deals. The other day, someone said they saw a roach the size of a nutria down around Cutoff. I don't know about that, but nasty pests like roaches, termites, ants, and spiders are running wild up and down the bayou. If you got bug problems, call Terminex and the Bayou Boys, Dan and Billy Foster. They'll be there in a jiffy to protect your home or business. So whether you live up the bayou or down the bayou, Terminex is here to get rid of bugs any size. So call those Bayou Boys. They'll get you, get you Terminex tough. RTC, ETEL, and Vision have always led the way in communications. A network built for every possibility. Internet, TV, voice, and security. And now, we're moving faster than ever before, propelling us forward into the future. That's what we call revolution. And the revolution is closer than you think. RTC, ETEL, and Vision are now Rev. New name, same company. Learn more at letsrev.com. The official Monster Truck Series. Witness the world's best drivers competing in your favorite Monster Jam trucks. The fun begins at the Fit Party, where you can watch live pre-race driver interviews and see the trucks up close. Get your $20 Fit Party Pass at MonsterJam.com today. Plus, tap out event tickets to enter Fit Party. Restrictions may apply. Rules and activities are subject to change. Visit website for event details. Coming to Caesar Superdome July 9th. Oh, big 
Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. Oh, Daniel Snyder, owner of the Washington Commanders. Uh, Jordan, I think, is in trouble. Now he's in France. He was asked to freely come and testify today in front of a U.S. House Oversight Committee. And he said, I'm out of the country on business, Jordan, in France. I'm out of the country. I can't make it. Well, a representative today said she had enough of this. And they're investigating the allegations of the Washington Post story uh, of essentially, if you haven't followed, you remember this about a year ago, it was a big story that came out and from the cheerleaders, you, had, you know, cameras and whatever, and the cheerleaders um, sexualizing them. There was affairs and sex in the office. and all, It was just, I mean, a, a really bad work environment. <laughs> the NFL, of course, Jordan, did, did an investigation to get to the bottom of this. If you remember during that investigation, Washington Post story, it was leaked emails of Bruce Allen, the former team president, going back and forth in those emails with, you remember, John Gruden, whose name shall never be said now, apparently, in the NFL circles, right? I mean, he, he got they got rid of him with the Raiders, racist remarks, all this other stuff, right? Remember? That's what this is all from. You remember at the time, we all thought it was very odd that the NFL then never released any of the other emails or findings other than to say they're going to take care of it. Like there was no punishment. Like nothing happened. It was, it, it was, it was, um, it was, hey, we, uh, they, they're going to make the, the workplace environment better today. Roger Goodell testified today, read from a, here we go, prepared statement. Always good when you read, read from a prepared statement. So, in that prepared statement, there were some inaccuracies to what was previously given to the House. Look, all you need to know is this. And that's what I'm getting at. They released a 29-page memo of findings, 600 pages of depositions, eight-month investigation, found Washington owner Daniel Snyder conducted a shadow investigation of those allegations that he fostered a toxic work culture. Some of the findings show he worked with the NFL to monitor and then bury its own internal investigation on the team. Snyder used, get this, a common interest agreement between the team and NFL to attempt to steer the direction of the investigation. They have their own attorney, the NFL, looking into this, right? So what my man Snyder does in the shadow investigation, apparently per these findings from the House Oversight Committee, Jordan, he put together a dossier of a hundred something people, uh, you name it, team employees, the NFL attorney that was investigating him, and using a foreign court subpoena thing or something. I, it's very strange to me. Anyway, he was able to get emails, texts, social media postings, you name it, from Team employees, this NFL attorney, Washington Post journalists, I mean, like, like, this is incredible. Like, we already get freaked out that, you know, big government or anybody can keep an eye on it. But here's an NFL owner somehow currying favor with some sort of 
judge or some it's, it's like an overseas court. I didn't even know that somebody overseas can rule in favor of you know Buddy looking at my emails. Like that's I <laughs> that's surprising. Anyway, you got to go read this because as I kept reading, something popped in my head, Jordan. I've seen people say government shouldn't be getting involved in this NIL and all this other stuff, right, Jordan? Like the the NCAA, we've had a lot of people kind of say, look, and there are. There are uh, I, I don't know about you. Last time you put in gas, you go to the grocery. Like there is a lot more pressing needs than whether or not the Washington Commanders fostered a toxic work environment, right? I mean that that is a toxic work environment by a club that pertains to a league that's a private league that has its own rulings and findings and whatever. So why is the U.S. involved in this? Why why is Congress involved? And why am I starting to get a, a raised blood pressure about it? Very simply, do you take a public fund? Do you take one dollar of public funds? See, here's the one thing that I have always been interesting. Uh, I, I just, I, I guess, I, I, I get it, and at the same time, I could understand why people get bothered by it. Because guess what Washington's trying to do right now? Remember the Panthers? They were trying to build a practice facility and they went bankrupt because they didn't pay their portion, but the county that they were building. Here's the beauty. These owners want these new stadiums and all these things. They don't pay for it. They'll they'll put a percentage in, right? But public funds, either money from taxes or flat-out checks from the state. And, again, I'm not this isn't having to do with the Saints. That's another story for another day. But, but the Saints have gotten Louisiana state tax money. They've gotten money from you, Jordan, or from your dad, or something like that, right? I mean, they, the NFL, one way, shape, or form, most of these teams somehow either get a tax break or direct money into their facilities, get to keep state-built facilities, they get to keep concessions, they keep money. Point is, if you keep a dollar that doesn't have to do with your team and has to do with citizens where you play, then I do think standards should be a little higher, and I think you have every right to be investigated and looked at. Does that make sense? Like, if you're completely private-private, hey, I don't think that should be allowed at all. But if any money has been given to these teams, I mean, Roger Goodell famously, if you remember, remember when the Vikings, that there was that vote, should they build a new stadium? My man went to the legislature. Like, could you imagine Roger Goodell going to Baton Rouge and basically threatening them? He threatened them. He said, well, you know, you'll never get a Super Bowl. You know, I mean, if, 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 maybe the Vikings may have to leave if you don't build that new stadium. And they did. The vote passed after Roger Goodell spoke on the floor, basically threatening them. Like, could you imagine? Hey, you know, that dome, there's only so many renovations you can get. I just, you know, San Antonio really wants those Saints, you know, and all that. And, and Roger comes and he's speaking, on, you know, in Baton Rouge on the floor and all that. You know, you just... Look, the Saints can only put up so much. The NFL is going to put up so much. But, you know, $250 million is going to have to come from you guys. That's what I'm saying. If that's the case, then I got no problem with, with this, especially when you read this. I mean, when you read this, the guy is asking the president if he likes girls. I mean, like, like it's, it is unbelievable to me after you read that, that that man owns an NFL team, right, by Friday. 
And as you're saying, Roger Goodell's job, if he knew, hit it. Make sure nobody sees it. Like, how are you going to release certain emails and not others? That That's very interesting to me, especially now that you are looking like this, because the first thing that popped in my head, Jordan, was the next question of the day is what? What question would you like to ask Roger Goodell under oath? Mm-hmm. All right, I got mine. You ready? On behalf Go of probably it. 90% of Saints fans, tell me the truth about Bounty Gate. Was Bounty Gate a sham? Because... When I look at this and I see that he's, you know, what, what, what is this thing? Common interest agreement between the team and the NFL. Really? I'm the same. I honestly, like, I'm reading paragraph by paragraph on these findings. And the first thing that's popping in my head is I'm Mickey Loomis. I'm picking up the phone in New York. I want my draft pick back and I want the cash that I paid back in that fine. Because I think it was, I, 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 there's now reasonable doubt for sure. Not, I'm telling you, I promise you, most Saints fans absolutely will go to their grave knowing that the Saints were jobbed. I mean, they just were, right? And like, I, I'm telling you, Sean Payton seeing this this morning and he's going, Oh, why? Like, give me that draft pick back. I want that draft pick back for sure. And, and you know what? Go ahead and send that check. You can donate it. We don't need the money. But the money that we paid in the fine, donated to somebody here in New Orleans or a cause. Because I read that, and that is an absolute sham. To me, when I read this, all credibility will be lost if you don't get rid of this guy. And that's where we are right now. Now, Dan Graziano and a couple of other national people have posted some sound. Owners are very uncomfortable with this because they don't want to do that. But again, I, I don't know how you can read this and see what they found and just be like, we're good. I'm your we're good. The same. The same. Anyway, that rant went on longer than I wanted it to. But Ralph Marborough is going to join us next, and I'll ask him: Should the Saints be upset reading what they have now? It sure seems like uh, there's favor with certain franchises and not favor with others, right? I don't know. Jordan, we'll talk to you here coming up at the top of the hour. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Some people just have a knack for being there when you need them the most. Like your third grade classmate who sticks up for you against that bully. The neighbor who gives you a jump start. And the friend who chases away that flock of geese at your outdoor wedding. Your state farm agent has your back too. Through good times and the not so good. And who's got your agents back? State Farm, the company people have trusted for more than 90 years. We're here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios and cut off today at 985-632-0988. A grade C is just average. A grade B, better. But an A? An A is excellent. And an A is what Thibodeau Regional earned for patient safety from the LeapFrog Group, a leading healthcare quality and safety organization. This A in patient safety is yet another confirmation of Thibodeau Regional's commitment to providing patients with the highest quality, safest care. Get ready for summer vacation now at O'Reilly Auto Parts with up to a $15 gift card after mail-in rebate when you purchase select Superstart batteries. With the power, performance, and reliability your vehicle demands, Superstart batteries are made to deliver long life and consistent starts. Superstart batteries only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. 
It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the Major League. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Welcome back. 800-998-1003. Open phone lines next segment after we speak with Ralph Marlboro. Sir, as always, appreciate the time. How are you today? I'm I'm good, Gus. You know, I have to say that the the sort of we call it like the dead period with mm-hmm. the Saints or the, the calm period where I always joke we don't want any Saints news after they break for the the final mini camp in June because any Saints news between now mm-hmm. and the start of camp is like a ninety percent chance that it's bad news. So we don't <laughs> want any news. Well, right? no and news. I get that. Okay. No news. We want it to be calm. But the thing is, I think this year because the Saints did so many of their fun, exciting moves in May, right, Mm -hmm. with Teron Matthew and Jarvis Landry. Like, we haven't had any lull, so it's really like going cold turkey where, like, this long stretch of of no space, usually we, like, ease into it, and by, like, Mm -hmm. the middle of May, you're, like, ready, you're like, okay, there's not going to be any space until camp starts this year. We had all the big moves in May, so now I'm, like, an addict. I'm, like, jonesing. I'm, like, texting Twitter. Like eight times a day, I'm like, do something. Find the Dominican. I need, I need, I need my saint. I need my saint for my daily hit of You saints. need something. I got you. Um, okay. yeah. well, I'm going to give you something here because I just went on a 15 minute rant. Have you had a chance to at least read the ESPN article, CBS, whoever, on the Dan Snyder, Roger Goodell testifying, but the oversight committee and what it got released in 29 pages? Have you had a chance to even look at that? I've looked at it a little bit. Okay. I saw today that I was going to ask Goodell, I was like, who can remove Snyder? He's like, I can't do that. I was like, I, that was surprising. I thought the commissioner had like certain things, like all encompassing power, but I guess not. So like that tells me like Daniel Snyder, like he, he's kind of untouchable and that stuff that he's doing. I know, I know it's not of the volume of, Deshaun Watson, and it's it's kind of not the same thing, but but running interference, okay, for sexual harassment, okay, but and what he's doing is bad. Okay, well, that's what I was going to get into. In reading the story, and it's seen a little lengthy as to all of it, but just some of the findings to me, two things of note stood out, Ralph. That I think for Saints fans, when you get to it, it started to raise my blood pressure. Right, for starters, Snyder used a quote common interest agreement between the team and the NFL to quote, attempt to steer the direction of the investigation. He also uh-huh. put together a dossier of a hundred or so people, over a hundred people and used some sort of foreign court or something to subpoena, get this, their emails, their texts and stuff of that nature. Like this guy put in a essentially FBI, CIA investigation of, wait, Washington Post journalists, team employees, and the NFL attorney investigating him, and Roger knew this. I, I, Dude, I, like, the whole point I'm bringing this up is, I'm reading this this morning, 
I'm Mickey Loomis. I want my draft picks back from Bounty Gate because right. now I completely think it was a scam or sham. And clearly there's, there, there's, there's favoritism between ownership. And how do I know that you conducted a fair, you know, trial? And here's the thing. M- Sean said it. Mickey said it. You took away draft picks. You suspended coaches, <coughs> managers, and, um, and players. And, and to me, I want my draft picks back if I'm the Saints. I mean, I want the draft pick. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm like, you took $8 million away from yeah. me? Because I had an email that said, let's get all of our ducks in a row. Right. Roger Goodell right. read it as right. some sort of nefarious email like, you know, Sean Payton is, is, is organizing to lie and scam. And, and Sean Payton's like, no, no, it was just me saying, hey, let's get everything in a row and be honest. Mm-hmm. Basically, that was the reason Sean Payton got suspended. Daniel Snyder is running an entire operation right. yeah. to, like, yeah. near people and yeah. win, and they do nothing against Nothing. No, Ralph, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I didn't forget, did I? Like, nothing happened. No. The, the NFL came out, and this was, this was the same investigation that cost Gruden his job with his emails. And then the NFL said, we've deleted them. We're gone. We've burned those emails. We can't give them to you, and we're moving on. They've agreed to make the workplace better. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. it. They didn't find them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe. Here's the thing. Like, I'm not going to defend John Green because his emails were terrible. No, I, I hear you. Get, but but my my surprise to that is, and I, and I think John Green is right on this. Like, somebody was like, I'm going to get John Green. I want him up out of here. And they had their target set on him. So my thing is, there is nobody in the NFL office or anywhere that's like, we got to get Dan Snyder up out of here. We gotta like and like leaking horrible things to like make his life miserable. That's the biggest surprise to me that 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 hasn't happened. They might not be able to make him sell the team, but I'm surprised that like people didn't try to make his life as miserable as possible uh, with with the whole scandal. But I, I guess, man, NFL owners, man, it's a good life. He's basically untouchable. Okay, There's so I'm glad you said that because. I'm glad you said that because that's what I was saying right before we came to you. Speaking with Ralph Mulberry on Saints Forecast on Twitter, um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm at the at the political standpoint of private businesses are private businesses. Government should interfere and be allowed to investigate without subpoenas and you know procedural stuff in law. So I know there's people who are like, why is the House Oversight Committee investigating an NFL football team? Ralph, I get it to a point. But the other point that I was making in the segment before, and you know this by covering the Saints, my belief is this, though. If you take a dollar of public funds, whether through That's taxes, right. whether through what they call them, in, um, what, what was the word that the state, inducements. You know, right. the state of Louisiana gave the Saints inducements, basically to cut them a check. They gave them a building. If you're allowed to keep concessions in a state-built building like the Dome or whatever – if you do that, then you should and are subjugated to me by the standards of what government and things like that. So like sexual harassment, racism, uh-huh. you know, whatever. Like you, you are absolutely allowed at that point. And here's the thing. In the NFL, the dirty secret is most of the teams, if not all the teams, take something out of their practice facilities is built on, on land they didn't buy or they don't pay taxes uh, yep. on it or that county puts up 40% of the cost of that building. The Saints training facility wasn't built by Tom Benson. It was built by the state. So 
by that case, if the roles, if this was reversed, this was the Saints, I absolutely think that, yeah, I mean, well, then you can do that, you know? And, and the final thing I'll say on this is, and this is surprising me, but like the, the owners aren't coming up against him, is one of the main reasons why they having this hearing and all this thing is Daniel Snyder reportedly was like shortchanging other owners because there's an NFL rule of like when, when a team gets a date, right? I think it's you have to switch the gate. 60% the home team keeps their tickets and 40% or 35% the road team gets. And there's reports that like Washington was cooking the book on that. So it was, they were literally taking money from other NFL teams. And that to me, of all, I'm not saying that that's worse than sexual harassment because it's not. But I would think other owners, mm-hmm. like that would make them infuriated to be well, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Daniel Snyder is taking millions of dollars out of my pocket because yeah. he's cooking his ticket revenue. Yeah. Book? I well, would think that more than anything would get a push out. And it just, it's just sort of fallen by the way. It was like here one day and then it's like gone. And, you know. It's why no NFL team ever wants to get sued because then it, it becomes open. You can you can investigate it. You can look at it, and you have to. You right. know, you, nobody ever wants to hand over the books. <laughs> Let's Never. be honest. That's right. that's I mean, right. that's, that's just true. But anyway, so that's my thing, man. I'm, I'm reading this this morning, man, and I just had to ask you, like, when I read this, and, and you'll have time, obviously, the next day or so to kind of look at it. I'm telling you once or twice, just think of me because it's going to pop in your right. head. Man, if I'm the Saints um, – I'm going to have a phone call with New York. You know, I'm like, I'm like, cause I, I mean, to me, it does hurt the credibility, right? I mean, look, and I've said this before, the NBA under Stern and Silver have done some things that I think are, you should look at, you know, as, as how they mm-hmm. did it. And whether it's the Clippers organization or whatever and all those different things you've seen them do, they take a stand, you know, that, that look, we mm-hmm. have a standard on how you're going to own or govern, as they like to say, in the league, a franchise, and if it's not those standards, we don't want you. And that's where I think the NFL's at an interesting crossroads here. Uh, every time they release a statement about a new deal, it's an exorbitant amount of money. Most of their teams, if not all, take public funds one way, shape, or form. They all want new buildings. I mean, this guy, I told the story last segment, goes to the Minnesota legislator and basically threatens them to build that new stadium if not the yep. Vikings are leaving. I'm like, I, I, I'm i kind of had enough, to be honest with you. I love the product. I love watching it. But, you know. Yeah, I think- no. I mean, my thing with public, with public funds for teams, until – we all until they put in some mechanism where it's not allowed, you have to do it because teams just play cities off of each other. But realistically, teams should have to finance their stadiums and their practice facilities. They should have to do that themselves. Like this idea that they build, like in Europe, I'm a big EPL fan. Like my team, Everton, they're building a stadium. They got public. They got public help with the land where, like. The, the 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 city of Liverpool like let them buy the land at a discount rate, but that was it. Yeah. Like the rest of it, they're like, "Hey, dude, you're on your own." And like that's what it should be in the United States. But until cities aren't allowed to do it, you're kind of like at gunpoint because you're like, if you don't do it, then the team's gonna move. We kind of and it forces you. It's, it's like it's like a like a hostage situation almost. It is. It's but, open. It's open a hostage, open bribery. Because when you build that new stadium, what are you guaranteed? Super Bowl. That's right. 
So there you go. Anyway, <laughs> it's neither here or there. But no, I look, I think it's bigger than it is. And what I find interesting, Ralph, is CBS Sports, ESPN. It's a story. Um, mm-hmm. but it, it's, here's the headline. We got to cover it. Well, they, they carry their games, but I, I mean, like yeah. if this was CNN or Fox or something like to me, this is kind of a big deal. I mean, it, imagine this being the CEO of Pepsi, Oreo or whatever, you know, doing that with an investigation, like it, it would be a lot bigger, but it's interesting how the sports sites are covering and the sports stations are because, well, they carry NFL products and games. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting that you mentioned that because I think ESPN, you know, it's just a kind of a blurb on their front page. But the thing that I've noticed is a lot of their reporters mm-hmm. are covering it with interest. Like Mina Kimes, if you follow her on Twitter, she's been breaking it down really well. And other reporters have been doing the same. So it's a weird dichotomy. I, I can see the NFL like giving ESPN a nudge and saying like, hey, we're not, we're not going to tell you how to cover it. Right. Well, but, it, you know, it's not on NFL.com. It's not on NFL.com. Like, I'm looking at the site right now. It's not on NFL.com. That's right. So. That's right. NFL, NFL.com is like, <laughs> Daniel Snyder, new phone, who this? I don't know who, I don't know who Daniel yeah. Snyder Fox, is at. FoxSports.com. It's not on there either. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah. I'm just, you know, again, it's kind of a big deal that this guy did a shadow investigation of, of I look, I just think regardless if this was NFL or anything, I, any company illegally investigating or grabbing Ralph Marlboro's texts, emails, mm-hmm. that, that you should be worried. Right? Exactly. I mean, should yes, be 100%. worried. That's what it comes down to. And our time has come yeah. to an end much, much too soon. We'll talk again next week, sir. Thank you for next your time. All right, guys. Talk to you next week. There he goes, Ralph Morrow. Here we get a chance to really get into half the stuff I wanted to. Again, this is kind of broke this morning, though, to me. It's kind of a big deal. I don't know. Let me know. 800-998-1003. It's an open segment. Is this a big deal to you or not? Okay. This is Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Since you came along, you sex a thing. Gather round, folks. It's time for the Caesars Sportsbook Report. Haven't started with Caesars yet? Well, guess what? Your first bet is risk-free up to $1,500. Download the app and use the promo code RADIO15 and then place your first bet. If you win, good for you. But if not, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. Not sure what to place your first bet on? No worries. We have plenty of action this week. The Stanley Cup Finals kicking the high gear this week. Major League Baseball divisional races are heating up. And the College World Series is taking the nation by storm. Just remember to use the promo code RADIO15 when you register to get your risk-free first bet. Then check the app for all the latest boosts, promos, and specials. And with Caesars Rewards, every bet you place brings you closer to redeeming the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Tickets, free stays, experiences, and more. Must be 21 and physically present in Louisiana. Permit pending at Horseshoe Bossier City. Not available in prohibited parishes. New users only. Bet amount of qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Paid as a single bet credit. Must be used within 14 days. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Gambling problem? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Caesars Sportsbook, the only app with Caesars Rewards. Download it. 
It's the Ram. Make the switch event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Rams, long-lasting new pickups, or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafouche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Got a hot take? Everybody listen up. Let's hear it. Call us at 800-998-1003. Answer that phone. Or tweet us at ESPN Radio NOLA. Now, back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. Coach G. Talk a little football here as well. Uh, joins us. Coach G, what you got for us today, bud? Hey, what's going on? Uh, not much. It feels like I'm Mr. Mom right now. I don't know if you remember that movie from the 1980s. I do. But I'm on my summer vacation, so uh, my girlfriend's got a, a honey-to-do list right now. So mm-hmm. here we go, man. Here we are. So life is good. I can't complain. <laughs> I hear you, man. Uh, a couple of stories to get into here as well. We found out that the final two teams the U.S. will play in preparation for the World Cup. We'll get to that here in a quick second. But... The Ladies World Cup is next year, and the full roster was announced over the weekend. Some surprises or, or, or no, especially considering, say, Megan Rapino is back again. I thought she may not have been on that roster. I don't know. What do you what do you make of when you look at the roster this year? Yeah, um, I see a very young squad, and with Rapino, uh, a lot of the the news and a lot of the kind of stats I'm looking at and reading about her is she has not really played a lot this year so far. Very limited minutes. Um, so for her to be added on the squad, um, I'm hoping it's going to be just because of the veteran experience, uh, the leadership, maybe the kind of go in between, um, let's say the coaching staff as well as the young squads of this is how, um, the, the U.S. national, t- uh, women's team is what we hold our standards high with. We expect you to be, um, be here, do this X, Y, and Z kind of thing. So, um, that's the only reason why I would expect, um, her and even, um, some of the older players um, to be around still. It looks like the torch is kind of being passed or has been mm-hmm. passed uh, to the younger squad. So um, it just looks like um, just she's there for kind of a leadership, kind of veteran um, um, experience. But um, things that you and I have kind of texted um, back just over the whole year, um, just talking about here um, here and there, it seems like she's kind of more of a nuisance than it's kind of the worth sometimes. Um, she kind of just talks a lot in the media, um, good and bad. You know, she's a very um, high advocate for the um, the contract the women's just signed to be uh, yep. equal pay with the men. But then she has other things that she kind of just runs her mouth with, um, off with. So um, it's be interested to see what her angle is moving forward. Um, because she's not going to be playing as much as she maybe used to um, with the national team. So uh, let's see what she says in the media. But really, she's there to throw a veteran um, experience and leadership. And uh, let's uh, how about the young squad right now. Yeah, and then as far as, you know, what they'll be, I mean, their, their, next world, their World Cup is in the summer, uh, a year from now, right, in 2023. Mm-hmm. So we will see. As far as the men, 
uh, Japan and Saudi Arabia, right, of the two teams that mm-hmm. they're going to be playing as they get ready, their final tune-up. Now, no dates have been set for that. Uh, yep. if, if I'm Burhalter, like, when do I want to play those? When is it too close or not? Because I know, obviously, what, the, the next European league is starting, or, or is it delayed because of the World Cup? How, how's that all going? Um, well, yeah, I, the leagues, they're going to be starting as normal, uh, end of, uh, August, early September. They're actually going to have like a little break for the World Cup. So it's actually kind of good for those players who, um, regular don't play for their international teams, um, to, uh, to heal their bodies up, to go on vacation, to kind of, you know, escape or even just go and watch the games in, in Qatar. So, um, it's going to be interesting to see, but yeah, normally the World Cup's in the summertime, so normally right now as a teacher, I would be on my couch like I am watching the World Cup. So it's kind of disappointed right now in the summer, and that's why I have this honey to-do list right now. But, um, it's going to be, um, interesting to see when it comes to November and December time. But right now, going against Japan and Saudi Arabia, uh, September 23rd and 27th, it seems like it's a little too far away for my liking, um, as they kind of warm up for the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to have something maybe in October, maybe early November, just to kind of get like a final, final, but, um, a couple months ahead of time, you don't know what's going to um, happen with the domestic leagues. Who's going to get hurt? Who's not going to get hurt? Um, who's going to get playing time? So forth and so on. So I know we talked about um, playing time and a goalkeeper um, last week. And even with like, Christian Pulisic right now, um, which Chelsea is seems like it's in disarray. Right. We're talking about bringing in a uh, Manchester City forward, Raheem Sterling. And if that's the case, will Pulisic stay with Chelsea? Um, will he go to, like, say, Juve and, and Liverpool are two teams that are kind of favoring, um, that want his uh, services. But, like, you know, there's so many things that are going to be up in the air from now until the World Cup. So with the warm-ups being kind of in September, mid-late September, I would like for it to be a little bit closer to have a really um, – solidified the, the, the roster and have them to play with each other um, as one team compared to a missing piece here and there. Speaking with Pat Sheikon, Terry, Coach G is um, always, we like to chat a little soccer here on Wednesdays. Yeah, sure. When you look at, and you mentioned Christian Pulisic and Chelsea here as well, I know there's some change in ownership up there with the, essentially their GM or I guess if you're looking at it from a football mm-hmm. standpoint of it, um, here in America that is. How does that, you think, affect him? And you kind of hinted at it. Do you think his future is not with that team? Uh, it's just tough to say. Um, does he want regular playing time? And if that's the case, I would say he would have to go somewhere else. Um, the the GM that you're talking about, she was one of the most successful, and I think she re- uh, won the GM, if you want to say, Award of the Year uh, for 2021. With all the, she's really good at transfers, um, but uh, spending money. So, so she really helped Chelsea kind of improve over the years. Um, but with the new ownership and everything, I think they're just looking for a kind of a fresh start. Um, she is a phenomenal, let's keep on saying a GM to make it easier for everyone. Uh, she's going to be picked up by any team. So um, any higher team, let's say even like Liverpool, um, Barcelona, PSG, big names like that. Um, uh, and a GM like her status and what she brought to Chelsea, it will be re- really easy for her to land a job. Uh, for Pulisic, like I said, if, if he... I think his style fits best in the English Premier League. Um, yes, he was a young kid in the Bundesliga in Germany. He just kind of got his uh, stardom. But as he's getting older and he's become more of an intricate part of the U.S. national team, we should kind of uh, mold our, our game around the EPL and, and England just because most of our players are over there. So I would love for him to stay over there just to get that kind of game experience. 
Um, to stay with Chelsea, probably not. Um, not to throw my team out there, but Arsenal, um, looking for a forward. It'd be kind of cool to have him make maybe, maybe nine or maybe a ten up there. Um, any of the mid-level teams in the EPL will always, always, always um, suit uh, Christian Pulisic kind of player. A, um, a, a contributor with assists, smart playing. Um, he's a very IQ kind of guy. So if you want regular playing time, it just matters what uh, the coach, uh, Tuchel, what he uh, wants with his system. If he doesn't fit, then, yeah, I would say he's got to go. He's got to leave Chelsea. Be interesting to see what happens from that aspect of it here as yeah. well. Um, look, he's, it's not just him. He was one of the first ones, I guess, of note on the U.S. national team. How many do you think leading up to the World Cup will get some sort of minutes with, with the European League? Uh, I would say most of them, um, but this matters what level wow. of the league. Okay. Most of our um, players are either playing in, say, say, Germany, but if they're playing in England, they're playing in the second-tier league, the Champions League, or the Championship League. I'm sorry about that. Um, but any time that they get to play over there, it's fantastic, as long as they're getting regular playing time um, over in Europe. And for my eyes, that's better for them getting regular minutes over here in uh, in America or the or in the Western Hemisphere. Just playing overseas and especially in Europe, the, the leagues, the teams, the players are so much better. Just being there is going to gravitate them to uh, perform better. So as long as they're getting regular playing time, and again, I keep on thinking about Zach Stevan on Man City. He's not playing. I don't want to see his name on the roster right now unless he's getting um, regular play time. So. Um, just like with any other sport, you want your, your players to be um, game ready, game fresh, game condition, all that type of stuff. And if they're on the bench most of the time, um, as any kind of athlete, it's very hard to kind of switch that, that switch on and be very successful all the time. So I think it's just essential just to play um, 90 minutes as much as possible. It doesn't matter what level league is, but just be in Europe. Right. You can play against the best, right? That kind of gets you... Ready for that better than anybody else, I guess. I yeah. yeah. I, I, what else needs to happen between now and then for the U.S. to to kind of get ready for this? Or is it just kind of stay healthy? I would say stay healthy. I really would love just to say um, have the roster kind of solidified now. So it's for the for the people to kind of have – sorry, for the athletes to really start getting their brains focused on, all right, I made the team. There goes stat stress. I can really just start focusing on soccer and improve my skills, improve my conditioning, um, learn Burkhalter's um, system a little bit more. I think there's that much more of a, um, of a positive side to – solidify the roster right now um again the biggest thing that we truly truly need i'm sorry we as united states the national team uh, fans um goalie we gotta figure that out right now get the number one goalie in there and let him play figure out who's gonna be number two if you're gonna even have a number three but definitely figure out number one and number two and just say these are the two people we're gonna go with the biggest next question is our forwards how are we going to score goals and it might be one of those things that, no, he's going to be trying to, you know, to replace people left and right to see who is the best fit. Uh, I would say, just say, whoever is the strongest feeling of a forward, pick him, say, this is your job until you lose it. Right. You're going to be starting every single game. You have that mentality. It's your job. We, we, they, someone's got to step up. So he might have to, I don't say, put his foot in his own mouth by maybe just, just pull the gun that quickly. But it might be a thing just putting a 19-year-old kid in there and say, hey, this is yours, and see what happens. Um, that's, that's our number one issue for the longest time now. From, I would say a year, year and a half. Our forwards, no one's been around. So it's really hard to, to pick anyone. So just, I would say for the coach, pick your best candidate. Let him um, say, this is my job to lose, and just let him kind of just go for it. So 
I would say just solidify the rosters to have that mentality. Like, yeah, I made the team to get better. There he is, Patchy Conteri. Each and every Wednesday, we'll talk a little foosball here as well. I saw yes, on ESPN their main soccer page. It, it, it's going to be it transfer season is it, around the corner. I guess mm-hmm. that'll be our focus next week. When does that exactly start? I guess it's their version of free agency. Um, every league's going to be different. Um, right now, it seems like they're they're signing t- people right now. Like everyone's got okay. this league and this player, so it really is just to solidify actually signing the contract. We know like um, Sa- um, Manasani. Um, from Liverpool, he's going to Bayern Munich. All on me- social media, everywhere on the internet, you know, he's signing, he's signing, he's signing, but officially they can't. So it just, it's kind of soccer is kind of weird like that where people are kind of hand the hands off the contracts once they said, yes, I'm going to be with this team, even though they can't sign yet. So, um, I know it begins, I think, within a week or two, and it goes all the way through, I believe, the second week of the season. So, it's a good little chunk, but they're trying to get all the big names signed right now. And just like with any other team, where are the leftover holes to kind of fill them with the, uh, with the role players? Sounds good. Pat, have a good weekend, sir. We'll talk next week. Yes, sir. Stay hydrated, man. It's hot out there. Man, no doubt about it. That is for sure. <laughs> Coach G. Quick break. Hour one in the books. We'll come back. Jordan, the graduate's got some big news. Unfortunately, it's on the golf course. I, I, it may not be a bad thing. I just nice if something like this came to New Orleans. I don't know. But uh, we'll have to go to Mississippi for it. Jordan will give you the details next on ESPN New Orleans. Home Health Services in South LaFouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health for the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are the most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about Home Health Services from Lady of the Sea. Call 985-632-6900 for more information. Quality health care locally for you. Sony Pictures Classics presents The Phantom of the Open, a new film based on the incredible true story of Maurice Flintcroft, the man who picked up a golf club and set the world record for the worst score in the history of the British Open. Ah! The Daily Mirror gives The Phantom of the Open four stars. I can inspire just one person. Well, that's all in one, isn't it? The Phantom of the Open, the new comedy starring Mark Rylance and Sally Hawkins, only in theaters from Sony Pictures Classics, rated PG-13. Now playing select cities, coming soon to a theater near you. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We'll get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we'll take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $69.99. You can learn more about our battery selection at AutoZone.com. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Claim based on data from the NPD Group 2021. I've seen in our employees an uh, increase in knowledge and skills that they'll take with them their whole career. I think an orbit training program is a period layer. They select the training, they select the employees they want to be trained. Uh, when they've gone through the program, their skill sets improve, their confidence in their ability to do their job, and the opportunities then to advance in, in the company. Learn more at laworks.net slash IWTP. This message sponsored by the Louisiana Workforce Commission. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. Ladies and gentlemen. 
time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. One thirty to talk to Scott Prather. Sean Fox will talk to us at 2.15. We'll see what things are doing up in Fun Row. And also, unfortunate, tragic news about a Louisiana Tech football player that passed away early this morning. He knows him very well, so he will talk a little bit about that here as well as we welcome you to the Midway Point of Your Work Week. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. It's hump day. Hump, 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 hump day. 